0: And welcome to this episode of the second season of CubeCast podcast for October twelfth, twenty thirteen. I'm Chris Wool, and co-hosting with me as usual is Austin Reed. Hello. This episode's guest is mainly known for having great tutorial on blind solving. Um, he's also held several Canadian blind NRs. Uh, he gave out a load of free stuff at Worlds and is now a holder of a Guinness World Record. Eric Lineback, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> Yeah. So obviously it's been quite a while since our last thing, which was the World Stream. And yeah, like, yeah that I'm... was quite a while ago. Like three months or so. <laughs> it was kind just of unintentional. Of but like yeah. So we can just say that we had a summer break. That works, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Since Worlds there's been a few kind of world records and stuff, so I suppose the most important one is kind of 2x2 two two average. So, like, since when is 2x2 two two the most important <laughs> Well, like, because of what it is. <laughs> like, the times make it important. Oh, yeah. So, so they're finally sub-2. Yeah. So in August, there was 1.96 2x2 two two average by Samir Mahmood, who is a UK cuber. Woo. Yes. That was, yeah,
1: totally out of the blue, and no so, one knew who he was. Yeah. So. The scrambles were hilarious as well.
0: See, <laughs> why, why
1: does everyone else get good scrambles for 2x2? Two I swear to God, I get the shittiest
2: scrambles in 2x2. I used to have NAR, actually. I don't know how. Yeah,
0: like... For 2x2? 2x2 is pretty dependent on scrambles. He does average, like... He is pretty quick, anyway. But the scrambles obviously helped. But yeah, Yeah. and then, like... Then it gets a bit weird, because... A couple of weeks ago, was it? No, last week.
1: It was last week. Chris
0: Olsen got a 1.71 2x2 average. But the inspection on the second solve, which is a counting solve was over 15 seconds.
1: Controversy ensues.
0: Yeah, it gets a bit weird. The WCA official standpoint is that it's allowed, but the results still haven't gone up, I don't think.
2: Is this on on video?
0: No, the results still haven't gone up on the WCA site, and it is on video, so I don't know. Maybe they're still discussing it.
1: No, I think they made a conclusion. Well, yeah, Yeah, I don't
0: know. But like, if they made a conclusion, I would have expected it to be official now. So I'm not sure what's going on.
1: It probably maybe has something to do with the delegate and everything.
0: Maybe. Whole, maybe. maybe. I don't know. But, yeah. but So, we'll see what happens. But I expect that'll probably be allowed.
1: Yeah. Congrats, so, Chris, anyway. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. So yeah. Samir, kind of.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny. <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
1: yeah. I, I'm kind of done with 2 by 2 now. I mean, it's already? too dramatic. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty stupid. (laughs) Even though it's like my best event, I'm so sick of it. And I want to quit, but I can't.
2: (laughs) I gave up a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I never tried. (laughs) (laughs) I'm slowly improving and not even practicing. It's like, okay, this is cool.
1: I mean, I've learned EG1 and CLL and everything for 2x2, so I kind of feel obliged to keep doing it anyway. (laughs) Even though Chris... Chris has to be North American. and Has to take my chances of ever getting a record in it. So
0: yeah, it's kind of whatever. Fun. Yeah. So also other of world records. Um, Bense Barat got two minutes 40.11, 7 by seven single.
1: That's when did that
0: happen? Damn fast. Um, it happened a while ago now. Like quite a long time ago. Because <laughs> I, I don't ever remember that happening. Okay, so it was. Austrian Big Cube Open, which was August 24th, 25th, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Quite okay, a while ago. No.
0: But it's. That was fast. It's cool. It's very cool. And he did get the world record average as well, with 252.19, but then Felix broke it with 252.09 at Australian Nationals. So. Ugh. Felix sells that. Uh, Felix also get got. Kevin, where are you? Yeah, at the same competition, he also got a 50.5 five by five single world record 56.87 five by five average world record and 7.49 three by three average world record <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a long
1: time where people thought like the felix era was over and yeah. then he, he pulls stuff like
0: this it's crazy he always does really well at australian nationals i think it's just because when well, they don't have competitions for a while he has loads of time to practice and stuff
1: yeah what do you think um 5x5 singles is going to
0: be sub 50. Next week. <laughs> next week? I don't know. Is there a competition next week? Uh, <laughs> When's the next Australian competition? Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> nah, I was just going to look. Nah, it could go anytime. So the next one's October 16th for Australia. And there's November, no, November 16th. November 16th even, not October. My bad. Yeah. So yeah, it could happen. I don't know. It's It's probably going to happen soon, but I don't know. It's also probably not going to happen soon. It seems to ridiculous. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yeah, there might be like the whole 4x4 four four thing where it just takes forever.
0: Yeah. Happen. Someone will break it and then everyone will break it. Yeah. And of course, the last world records that we haven't covered are Masquel's Multi-Blind World Records.
2: Insane.
0: Yeah. The most ridiculous things ever. So... He kind of. I don't know. He almost took a bit of a break from Moy Blind. Yeah. I don't know if he actually did or not, but he seems to have not done temptation. He kind of did. Yeah. So, his last. The last world record he had was in June with 35 out of 41. So, that was before Worlds. That was quite a while ago. But since then, he's got 32 out of 32 in 55 36. And the current world record is now 35 out of 35 cubes in 55 minutes. Which. It- is insane
1: just 100 percent consistency and 35 cubes and he still had five minutes left over
0: yeah so it, it was faster than it's 32 Wait. of course of course it was <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, i can confirm that that's insane yeah it's crazy how
0: how far he is ahead of everyone as well
2: so yeah now he's like
1: he was originally just trying to do like big numbers but now he's like oddly consistent.
0: I think he's going for the big number still as well. I think he just, like, got upset with missing cubes. And the only way yeah. he can really fix that is, by like, going down. The <laughs> so number. you just knock it
1: down from 41 to 35.
0: 32.
1: Oh, well, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Building it back up. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy, and hopefully there's still more to come. 40 out <laughs> 40, please. You know. It's doable.
1: I don't know. I don't do blind, so... <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm happy with my four out of four. Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> I'm happy with my I don't know one out of two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So yeah, that was there's quite been quite a few world records. Uh, <laughs> so also kind of around worlds, some new cubes come out and some more have come out since. Um, from MoYu, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe of course, the way long nah, no is crazy. It's I like have, have really no ridiculously fast.
2: <laughs> Eric, have
0: you tried any of them?
2: I am so out of touch with what the new cubes are these days. like okay. honestly, I, w- I was still using a Meffertz four by four at worlds. what <laughs> I think maybe maybe no no, maybe, maybe. I got, I got one before that, but I, I was like sticking to Meffertz for for this year even. What? I don't know. I, I don't really... I don't stay up with... with well, I, I thought even, I was out of touch, but... Yeah. yeah I you, don't even understand on that one. how you
0: solve. like you. It
2: was, it was actually pretty decent. It was, it was a good yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Really? I suppose if you get a good one, it's worth it.
2: But... I know, like, now no that moves. I switched to uh, shang no going back. Well, shang is like, superior.
0: Yeah, I yeah. suppose, whatever. But... Yeah. Like, loads of cubes have come out, and I don't know.
1: Moyu is, like, the big hype. Everyone's talking about Moyu.
0: Yeah. Like, I have I no think
1: idea.
0: The cubes are very polarizing, though. Like, <clears throat> quite a lot of people don't like them. Really? Yeah. Well, they're almost too fast for some people. Like, they are crazy yeah. fast. I mean, I've tried a weigh along. I've heard just, that. I can't get on with it at all.
1: I haven't bought a new 3x3 in ages, so... Yeah.
0: But also, there's apparently a new Rubik's 2x2.
1: Oh, yeah, I heard about that.
0: Sorry? Which is meant to be fairly decent. I don't know. Not like cube decent, but like decent by Rubik's 2x2 standards.
2: <laughs> Bring back the ice cube.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, my goodness. That was the first 2x2 I ever got. I thought it was so cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does look pretty cool. I
2: think I just might. No,
1: you can't compete with it because
0: it's transparent. No, you can't. Well. Yeah, you can see the back. Uh, of The stickers. Uh, I need
2: to. You. I need to get like just a Rubik's too, but to compete with it. Austin, you were saying you need you need a new three by three, and I can I can definitely recommend one. The fifty four point six millimeter Rubik's Zanshi. I mean Fangshi. <laughs> I was chi. gonna say there isn't a Zanchi that's fifty
0: four point six.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I got it at Worlds. Went up and competed with it immediately. So good. Great time.
0: Yeah, that's another a You keep. I think.
1: That seems oddly specific, 54.6.
2: Yeah. It does. I just I just remember that it's like the, it's like a mini one, but it's not I don't know if there's another size smaller, but slightly smaller than
0: the 55, obviously. <laughs>
2: uh, is
1: is is a fangshi that is that Diane? No. It isn't? No. It's Mo, oh. I think. Oh, Okay, I need to really change my thought uh, the, the, all these cubes cuz i thought it was diane
0: no i think fangshee's the brand i'm not sure anymore what? anyway. I actually
1: it was Dayan too? What's, what's the most recent diane cube
0: pancha the okay. british
1: one <laughs> these chinese producers need to like make their names a bit different from each other <laughs> yeah
0: well like it's kind of hard to keep track it's just been too many recently yeah I just know everyone's talking about Moyu, and... Yeah. That's that. Yeah, pretty much. But they have a 2 by 2 and a 4x4 four four coming out as well, so it'd be interesting oh, to see Oh, I what saw happened. the 4x4. Four four. It'd be interesting to see what happened with those.
1: I want to see... I want to try the 4x4 four four out. I,
0: I really... I don't. Want... I, I oh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's too many 4x4s four that are all shit.
1: Yeah, that's why we need another good one. Yeah, but or I don't want to
0: buy one and find out it's another shit one. <laughs> The,
1: the, the sad thing is, is that's probably like the most likely thing to happen.
0: 4 by 4 is like the ultimate source of buyer's remorse. <laughs> uh, 2x2s kind of can
1: be the same way. I, mean, I don't know. 2x2, it's like you try it out, and it's initially really good, and then you just get sick of it really fast.
0: <laughs> I don't know,
1: that, that's my experience with
0: it. They probably just die because you solve them so much. But, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, lots of cubes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, recently there's been a kind of cool thing in terms of reconstructions. Um, there's a reconstruction database, which was set up by Justin Jaffray and Brest.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: it's very cool.
1: It's Yeah, it's actually really, really, really cool. did so, Brest do like 95% of the reconstructions on
0: that site or something? I don't know. There's a load. But... <laughs> there is a very large amount of reconstructions of all different puzzles. It's a great site. You should go check it out and look and stuff. What's the URL? Oh, it's um cubesolve.es. So it's C-U-B-E-S-O-L-V dot E-S. So it's like cubesolves with a dot before the E-S, basically. Very clever on that part. Yeah. Um. I'll post a link along on this episode when it goes up so people can have a look. If I remember. <laughs> So I'm there's reconstructions for, like, loads of events and stuff. There's still oh, no yeah. Megaminx. I should, like, reconstruct a Megaminx solve just to put it on there.
1: Oh, there's no Megaminx on there?
0: Well, no, because Press can't reconstruct Megaminx.
1: Oh. Okay, well.
0: It's 7 by 7 on there. Mm. But he can solve cubes. He can't solve a Megaminx, so he can't reconstruct one. And there's no fixed notation, either. Like, yeah. There's Pyraminx yeah, and stuff as true. well. And, like, there's Blind Solves, Pyraminx, there's loads of stuff. I
1: should probably look up this these pyramids ones. These look cool.
0: Anyway, whatever. But yeah, there's some really cool stuff on there. Uh if you're looking for a reconstruction or something, you should probably go check it out. It's a cool site. Or if you want a reconstruction
2: on there. one right now. Huh? I'm reconstructing one right now. It's the uh yeah. the world record solve 11.13 by Liam Lowe. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun yeah, it's cool. That what, what year was that? Seven. Long time
0: ago. Okay. (laughs) It does say on this reconstruction if it's there. It was just a long time ago. Uh, Caltech winter two thousand six. Two thousand
1: six. Okay. It's kind of crazy to think sometimes how like how much times have improved. (laughs) Like, was that single? Single world record. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's
0: sub six. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, there's still a lot of people who don't even get those times. Yeah, but... But, yeah, it's... Whatever. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, Eric, you've obviously been cubing for a while and stuff. Like, how did you get started and stuff?
2: I got... That's a great question. I got started (laughs) my uh, junior year... Sorry, my freshman year, grade 9, in high school. Uh, So, that was about six years ago now. And um, there was... (sighs) A student in my class who I saw walking out walking out of class once doing a Rubik's cube, and he he did it in about two minutes, and like my mind was blown because I had no idea people could do it in the first place. So, I he he didn't teach me like I was begging him to teach me how to do it. So he just said go learn it online or something. So I got one for Christmas, and then yeah, just like anyone else, googled it, YouTube'd it. It was much harder back in the day following, like the text tutorials because there weren't very many videos, but. I, I really had no intention of be doing it quick, I just wanted to learn because my dad always used to, but mm-hmm. then I guess just like every other aspiring speedcuber, I just kept timing myself and being like, yo, that was under five minutes, that was under three minutes. That's pretty much it. Yeah, cool.
1: It seems like I'm the only one that doesn't learn from a friend, or it's not like, I didn't, I don't know.
0: Seems Everyone seems to have a, friend, a
1: friend, that friend that could do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. I suppose it's just kind of like weird, you know. Well, I n-
1: I've never seen another. I've just never stumbled upon another keeper before in my life. Yeah. And ugh, I'm jealous. <laughs> 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 okay. Seriously, you have like just random communities. Well, not communities, maybe, but like just random people spread throughout. And meanwhile, I'm here, and no one here knows anything. <laughs> Everyone looks at
0: me like a freak.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that was just...
0: <laughs> I think it might be time for you to move. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hopefully next year.
0: The yeah. resentment is strong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just get me out of here. There's nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, your blind tutorial is pretty famous. Like, thank you <laughs> when did you start doing blind and stuff like did you just kind of start because or were you
2: you know like i was actually really intimidated when i first learned it because i don't know if this is common with other cubers but i assumed that when you do a blindfold you have to do like the speed blind method where you literally just actually memorize your f2l solution and then OLL PLL. yeah so i okay. thought that was just way too like way too time consuming to do but I learned, I think I first learned how to do it about a year after I got into, it, like, my first competition. Um, and I was, at the time, I think the Canadian record was, like, 2.17, like, 2 minutes, 17 seconds. So that was my goal. And once I hit that, then I realized, Whoa, well, maybe this is kind of what I want to try and stick to and just dominate. And then I gave up on it for years. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah good old m2 op yeah. i had no i had no idea the um the extent that people were going to rely on on those videos i think I, there's like seven of them on my youtube channel uh i think some of them have like forty thousand views but honestly i a huge chunk of the speed cuban community today has learned from those and i'm just so i, I feel so loved because going yeah. to worlds this summer like even felix like i i I went up to Felix at Worlds, and I've never actually really spoken to him before. So, like, just like everyone else, I was just like, hey, Felix, like, I'm Eric. Like, I'm an old cuber guy. I'm from Canada. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I learned blindfold from you. And my heart, like, melted. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had no idea. I felt so honored that I was a part of his cubing journey.
0: Nice.
2: Yeah, I feel proud.
1: Did you say, like, M2 spread... A lot because of your videos
2: yeah and actually I learned I first learned M2 I might as well give a shout out now um, I went to a competition in Princeton New Jersey I don't remember the year it must have been like 2008 2009 um, and this at the time I was still using like gold Pachman and I remember in the hotel room the night before I was talking with Rodri Mativo who's an, another Canadian cuber he's more or less retired for a few years now But he was sitting in the hotel room with me and teaching me all this M2 stuff that he was learning from Mondo. If you guys remember Mondo, like, oh, yeah, it's like back in the day, the crazy (laughs) line guy. So he was because Rodri had invited Mondo to stay over at his house for a past competition. So he was like sharing this M2 knowledge with Rodri. And like when he was showing me how the method worked, I'm like, this is so fast. I love it. And I figured that yeah, i was really intimidated to learn it at first i just thought it was way too difficult which is why then i thought if i just learned it that easily i might as well make a video and try and spread it out to the rest of the community and then bam everyone knows m2 <laughs> it
1: seems like m2 kind of like become more the beginner's method now rather than op
2: yeah,
0: yeah. it kind of makes sense though like op is pretty set up heavy kind of
1: yeah but uh, it's like like you don't m2. have to worry about the m layer and stuff being mm. flipped around, which can be a little bit confusing to well, some like, people. Yeah, I think M2 well,
0: easier to learn, but OP is probably easier to understand.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just In real life, things about you like, M2 you have
2: to wrap your mind around. Yeah, it's it's easier to memorize too. I think like I remember like the first, like when I first started OP, like you, I'd orient corners and then I would permute corners, and that's just so much more to memorize. It's so much more difficult.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: like right. if I could someone had given me the choice of learning M2 right off the bat, 100%, yeah, you have to worry about the flipped, like, centers, but that's nothing compared to having to, like, double your memo. Wait, what? Double memo? Mm. Well, I mean, no, for, like... like, 3OP. Like yeah. So it's, okay, like, yeah. orient and then Permute. And... I always wanted to learn 3-cycle, but I never... I never had. Mm.
0: Okay. Okay. <sighs> I'm a bit confused now. But and anyway. two wins. Woo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told you have a cool blindfold. Yes, I have my own custom made uh I wish I could I wish I could show you guys. It's the uh Eric Lineback blind. It just literally has my name on it and some Rubik's cubes. But I love it. I was actually for the longest time looking into like getting some funny uh funny blindfolder for competitions. I know I think it was like Billy Jeff's. Yeah who has, like, the slow, he has, like, slow slash DNF. Yeah. I thought that was sick. So I wanted to get make one, but uh, a close friend of mine ended up surprising me with it, and I was like, this is beautiful. Nice. I love it.
0: have you got a picture of it, like, on your computer or something?
2: Yeah, I have. I think it's on, or I posted a a picture on my Facebook a while ago. Well,
0: like, what we can do is we can put it up with the episode when it goes up, so we'll put a link with it. Beauty. So everyone can see the gloriousness of the blindfold. I have a
1: confession time right now. I was running that stream at Worlds, and then I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. You. I had no. I'll say right now. I had no idea who you were initially. <laughs> and you're walking up, and you're like, "Can I make a shout out?" And I'm, I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> and then you pulled up the blindfold, and I was like, "Oh, that's Eric." I'm like, "Oh, okay, got it."
0: <laughs> but yeah, blindfold's pretty cool. Cool. I haven't actually seen it.
2: Somehow. You're missing out.
0: Yeah, obviously.
2: Can I, can I share a story time about Worlds and the Blindfold? Yeah. So I am uh, I think it was the first night at Worlds, and I'm sitting in the cafeteria. We're talking Vegas Worlds. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting in the cafeteria with, like, Mats Falk was there, and I was with Anthony Brooks and uh, Weston and a few other people. And Anthony and I were practicing team blind, just, like, sitting there eating food. And so he had, because I call, he solves, he had the blindfold on him, which says Eric Lineback. And we're sitting there and we were just kind of like talking while I was scrambling the cube for him. And I'm literally like right beside him because we were practicing. And then just before we start a solve, this group, I think there's like five or six uh, young cubers, I'd say maybe 14 years old. They come up to us and they walk straight up to Anthony uh, because he's got the blindfold on. And then they're like. Oh, like, are are you Eric Lineback? And then Anthony looks up at them, and then he's like, "What?" And and they realize they realize like, "Oh wait, no, like, aren't you like Anthony Brooks?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then they got so disappointed, like, "Oh man, like, that's not cool. You shouldn't be like tricking people like that." Like, like, how did like, why do you have why do you have Eric's blindfold? And then I'm literally sitting right beside him, and like, I did I I didn't say anything. I was just like like started laughing, and then Anthony says. Well, uh, he was just like, he just lent it to me to practice. I'm just practicing some blind. And then the the, the kids kind of, they didn't really walk away, but they just started talking to each other. And they're like, oh yeah, like Eric's like this really good, like blindfold Cuber guy. He's like so cool. I want to meet him. <laughs> and I, I actually, at this point, I'm just like bawling my eyes out. I was laughing so hard. And like, they didn't even cue into the fact that this one guy is just laughing really hard beside them. <laughs> And then like I, Anthony just started laughing too, and they just kept being like yeah, like where's Eric? Like, I want to like meet this guy. And then they eventually just walked away. I didn't even say anything. It was just oh. so-, <laughs>
1: That's so terrible.
2: So it, if if one of them is listening to this, uh, I'd like to give you a shout out because that was me beside oh. Anthony. <laughs> it was just too funny at that point where like I didn't actually want to be like oh hey I'm Eric. I just wanted to see yeah. where they were going to take it. And then they just walked away. It was the funniest thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they had dreams and you crushed them. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I had to share that. That was a good, good moment of the trip.
0: Yeah. So yeah. What else did you do at Worlds? Like,
2: did you have fun and stuff? <laughs> I had fun, a lot of fun, but pre- maybe not as much fun in terms of being in Vegas as I had hoped. Uh, I'm 20 years old and of course the yeah. there's 21 but it, it was it was a lot of fun I, I really wanted to go and I had hopes of redeeming myself from worlds in 2009 in Dusseldorf uh, because at the at that event I ended up 17th so I was one spot off of moving on to the finals but uh. like what, what killed me was that my average I think was 12.94. Uh, going into the finals and 16th was 12.93. So it was like literally oh. the smallest amount that I could have been off by. Ouch. Um, and I did end up making finals this summer. So I guess that was a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun and hanging out, like getting to see everyone that I had met in Germany was awesome again. Mats Falk, what a guy. Great, yeah. great guy. And uh, I, I do wish I could have seen more of Vegas. I definitely want to go back. But I, I, got, I did get an opportunity on Sunday night to go see a Vegas show, so that was kind of fun.
0: Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Speaking of um,
1: finals at Worlds, we have to like say that your entrance is probably the best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretty- well, before I comment on that, I need to give a shout-out, and I, I have mentioned it before, but I, my good friend Thompson Clark, he's a Canadian cuber, he, he had that idea, um, and he was going to be doing that, uh, but he didn't end up making finals, so he came up to me actually just before the finals and was like, "Eric, like you should do this. Get like throw out a bunch of free stuff." So he gave me some of the stuff that he was going to use, and then I kind of collected the rest from my hotel room. And I brought, I brought two Canadian Rubik's cubes on the trip, so I threw those in the bag too. So it was it wasn't my idea, but I, I'm glad oh. that everyone, I'm glad that everyone loved it. And uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem as cool now. It's like, oh, okay. I know. Well, so, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going to take credit for it. It was mine. But I, 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 had a, I had a blast. Honestly, if I could relive one point in my life, that would, that could be it. Just being able to go up there. And I remember Roe and Anthony were way up in the balcony, like screaming my name. Roe was probably drunk already. But <laughs> probably. Just seeing everyone. I, I actually have, uh, when I sat down, everyone thought I was taking a selfie. I don't know why. Uh, but I sat down. Oh, and Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. I took, I, I took a picture and a video of the crowd. Uh, just, oh. how can you which take- I, I I wish i had taken another because I think I posted the video on my Facebook. But my hand was shaking so much I, when I sat down, I was so nervous that like the entire video is just shaky. And oh. I'm trying to like show how many people there are there in the crowd, but it's just all blur. Fair enough. Yeah, it was
0: a pretty cool <laughs> entrance. A lot of the entrances were pretty cool to be honest. <laughs> but that was probably one of the best. Brendan's was pretty good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Yeah. Brandon's just cool. Brandon's balance.
0: He's a cool guy. (laughs) So, yeah, while we're on the subject of Worlds, uh, I've heard something about sumo wrestling.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I wasn't a part of this, but apparently this happened last year in in, uh, nationals, U.S. nationals. But uh, people, I think it was Sunday night. Yeah, the last night, everyone was just hanging out in the hotels. And then we, I think maybe there's like 10 people. Myself included, that I ended up going outside of the Riviera to like there's this perfect like ring on on the on the ground like this just big ring in front of the hotel that was perfect for and that's where they had it last year too. It's just a perfect sumo wrestling ring. So uh, we all convinced. Uh, I think it was Roe and Mike Koch that went up to the first <laughs> against each other. So they had like a best of three kind of thing. I'm pretty sure Mike won, but Roe put up a good fight. Uh, and then I I went up against Felix, which took <laughs> some convincing. He didn't really want to, and I think I got, I got both rounds. But I felt so, I actually wanted to cry after. I felt so bad. I threw I when I got him out in the second round, like he fell pretty hard on the ground, and I was like so paranoid that like I just broke his wrist and ended his career.
0: <laughs>
2: I felt so bad. I wanted to buy him everything I possibly could to make up, but he didn't, he didn't seem like he didn't seem that upset. I got dark her. pretty quick. <laughs> So apologies again, Felix. I love you, bud. Sorry about that. Now, now the whole community is going to hate me. They're going to think I'm—I have like a vengeance against. Felix. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He won anyway, so <laughs> I like it made a difference.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this happened someone harder. has someone
2: has it on video though. I, I don't know who was filming that night, but somebody has the entire thing on video.
0: Okay, so whoever has that video, send us a link. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Upload it, up it with
0: the Every single think, video sharing website you can find.
2: I think Mike Koch uploaded like his match against Roe on YouTube. But I have one on my phone of me and Felix. <laughs> nice.
0: <clears throat> okay, yeah, so obviously Worlds was quite a while ago. So more recently you did the world record, well goodness world record attempt for most cubes solve in twenty four hours?
2: Yep. That was last week. It was w- a it was an adventure, holy cow. That was pretty damn cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys got to check it out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, exactly. at this point, it, it feels like it didn't happen. It feels like it was a dream and it just went by so quickly because I put so much planning into it. I actually, like, I, I started essentially planning it since maybe April or May of this year. I knew I wanted wow. to do it on my university campus in yeah. the fall when yeah. it was busy and whatnot. Uh, man, like, the last month, it, it just consumed me with the amount of stuff I had to get ready for it, um, and like Lubix came out to be there and support me. Um, but there's so many small things in terms of like what Guinness wanted for me, and I had to make sure I was following yeah. all of their specifications and the cameras, the filming. Um, but yeah, it, it just went by so quickly. I don't, I don't even really remember much of it anymore.
0: It was really impressive to watch, especially like the last cube. Oh
2: my goodness! The last <laughs>
0: The last queue. That I was insane. Uh,
2: okay, I can explain myself for those who who didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, I had I I broke the record. I mean, it's not actually official yet. Guinness still has to approve it. Uh, but I I passed Milan's record of four thousand seven eighty six uh, with four hours left, and I didn't. Re- I knew I was going to keep going. I didn't really have a target though. I wanted to at least hit five thousand because there was an unofficial attempt. I forget who. It was like Max, max million or someone I didn't in Europe. Know that, but yeah. Uh, so he had the he had an unofficial 5,000. So that was really my only target. Once I passed that, I just wanted to see where how much I could keep going. But I finished, I passed Milan's record by exactly a thousand with I think three minutes left. So I was at 5,0786. I had about three minutes to hit. I wanted to go try and round it off to a nice number of 5,800. So I'm getting down to the wire. I'm just racing through the last few cubes. I have 20 seconds left to do the 5,800th cube. Uh, So I'm at 5,799. I have 20 seconds left. No problem. I get to PLL with 10 seconds left. And I honestly, I actually don't know what happened. I just, I've never messed up a G perm so badly. Um, I don't know if it was because I had my buddy beside me start going like, oh, Eric, down to the wire, down to the wire. And then, like, th- there was a huge crowd there, and they started counting down, like, 10, 9, 8. And I started this G-perm. It was actually – I mean, I don't want to say it's because I recently switched my G-perm, but because I was actually doing it the entire marathon, the new algorithm. But I just actually completely butchered it, and there was about five seconds left, and I had to resolve two of the F2L pairs, then do OLL-PLL. And oh. I finished. I I finished with, like, 0.6 left. Yeah. Like, on the video it didn't it it didn't look like I actually got it in time because the crowd was counting one second ahead. Yeah like they yeah. were like they were saying three when it was actually just like three point 9. nine nine. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't like they said one and then it would have said zero, but I actually had a second left. So yeah, I finished uh, with like point six. There's actually a picture someone put on my Facebook, they tagged me in where my hands are down. You can see on screen it reads five eight fifty eight hundred. And there's like yeah, there's less than a second left, and yeah. I, the luckiest thing, I would never be able to live it down if I completely messed up that solve and ended at five seven nine nine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would have sucked. But that would have been so. There, like a nightmare.
2: Yeah, seriously. But yeah, it was
0: amazing. Like I, did, I dipped in and out of it, like watching it, and yeah, I couldn't see the end because I left for my competition. Like. 20 minutes before you finished
2: uh man there was uh I heard there were some people watched it for hours and hours on end I think Moss Falk told me he watched it for like eight hours and he skipped class in the morning uh on Friday just to watch the end of it so I love it man I I honestly don't know how much more difficult it would have been if I didn't have that support and there were there were at least a thousand people at my university that came out or just were walking by during the day. And a lot of my friends came out. They were, they made cheers for me. They're saying like, you know, the song don't drop that Dun on or whatever. No. no. Okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's the North American thing. I don't know. But they changed it. <laughs> nope. to Don't drop a Rubik's cube. <laughs> and they were just like, they just had all these cheers going. There were dance parties going on to like distract me like in a good way. Yeah. And I, I actually don't think I could have done it without them. my, I had like ten volunteers scrambling the entire time while in shifts, and they killed it. They never slowed down, and I not once did I ever have to wait on them to uh, to get another cube. So I, I honestly don't think it should be my just my record. I feel like everyone else should be a part of it, but I don't think Guinness is going <laughs> to do that.
0: No, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, They'd probably argue that they weren't solving the cubes.
2: Yeah. I'm, I am a little nervous, though, because they were so, when I say they, I mean Guinness, yeah. was so uh, s- strict on what I was able to do. They sent me an entire, like, PDF of yeah, the yeah. rules I had to follow, one of them being, uh, and this is kind of controversial, that I'm not, I wasn't allowed to see the cubes I was going to do until I, w- like, finished the one I was actually doing, so I wasn't able to look ahead to, like, to plan the cross for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that would have, I calculated, it would have saved me probably a second per cube if I could plan the cross, which ends up to being over an hour of free time. Yeah. Well, time. It does
0: kind of make sense, though.
2: It does, but at the same time, the records is about doing as many as you can in 24 hours. Yeah, so realist, yeah. if I had a, an endless pile of like 10,000 cubes in front of me, the it would still be a record if I could solve all of them, and I don't think seeing being able to visually see them should impact the record at all.
0: Yeah. I suppose it's just the Guinness thing though. Like obviously you could do another unofficial, like uh, another attempt and everyone would be very happy to give you UWR if you got it with looking ahead. But Guinness would just be like, Nope. Yeah. The only
2: thing I didn't, the only thing that was kind of threw me off about that though, is that Anthony, this was posting on posted on speed solving, but Anthony apparently messaged Milan about when he did his attempt and got the record uh, and he Milan said that he didn't have any restriction like that. He said, like they yeah. didn't care. They didn't say that he wasn't allowed to look ahead. Uh, the only thing, like they like they they did have restrictions, but he was he was free to inspect ahead of time and stuff. That sucks. And, yeah, well, especially because like the the record's the same thing, but now they've changed this rule, which like actually severely impacts what yeah. your result be. I sent in like an inquiry to their website about a week before letting them know, like we got in touch with the old record holder. This doesn't seem like it should really be a rule. Like that's part of the strategy is being able to plan ahead. Um, And they got back to me like the day of I was like, while I was actually doing the marathon attempt, just being like, yeah, no, we can't change it. Sorry. Like that's, that's a new rule. But anyway, I'm glad I still ended up beating the record and I hope that if anyone else attempts it, they're gonna have to hold true to that, and they're not gonna be able to look ahead, because it it actually does make a huge difference when you're st- there for that long, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And like, well, if anyone else attempts it, it's fairly impressive just to even cube for twenty four hours. No matter how many cubes you get, I think. Like.
2: I yeah, it was it was nuts.
0: But I was wh- actually. What was your average per cube in the end? It was sub
2: thirteen. Like... It was fourteen eight nine. That's insane. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> Lubix. My sponsor, I was, I had about 10 hours left, I think. Yeah. And at that time, I was at like 15.4. And keep in mind, when when you've done like 12 plus hours of cubing, it takes forever. Like it probably takes yeah, 50 yeah. to 100 cubes just to drop the average by 0.01. It takes like 50 cubes of like consistently lower times. Yeah. Uh, so I was at, sitting at like 15.4 and my sponsor bet me 100 bucks that I wouldn't be able to finish under fifteen. So I guess that was kind of that was kind of motivation to keep going. But like at that point I thought it would be impossible to hit sub fifteen just because of the amount that I'd already done. And yeah. it like it was dropping so slowly over time. Uh but once I hit under fifteen, I'm like, okay, I'm keeping it here. I'm not slowing down. It was brutal. Like by the end of it, my arms were like on fire. But yeah. I figured like it's my only shot. I might as well just like forget about it.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Serious. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: I'm. I, I'm curious if people do attempt it. I, I'd love to watch, especially if someone else can stream it too. I want to see it from that perspective, and how how long and grueling it is. <laughs> yeah. I know I think, I think Anthony and Roe said that they were considering attempting it. Felix apparently said he wouldn't. Like there are people capable of it, but honestly, like it was, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. Um, if I if I were to have told myself I'd finish at sub fifteen by the end of it, I I would have like, I thought I would think that's impossible just because. Yeah, you, ha- you have to take breaks. There's no way you can go the entire time. You need to take breaks, and that counts towards your time.
0: Yeah. So so it counts towards your average as well so then the actual average per cube would have been less uh
2: yeah the actual average of my solves might have been like 11 or 12 i don't know what Maybe. really it could, <laughs> no I, could I actually i'm curious yeah no inspection i'm curious to see if someone could have like if we could have somehow tracked that as well yeah that's kind of interesting probably, i think i took like maybe because someone can just do a rough estimate, but I took probably an hour and a half worth of breaks throughout right. the 24 hours. Um, but yeah, for the most part when I would like, I, I definitely had a lot of sub tens. Uh, I think I had maybe one or two sevens and a couple eights. Cool. But, but like, honestly the cube, and I have to say this to the Cuban community, like if you ever want to feel like you're tripping out on something, just do cubes for 24 hours because <laughs> Honestly, like the last 6 hour stretch, I was actually like actually going insane and I felt the closest I could say is just I felt extremely drunk and when I was I was picking up these cubes and doing the crosses and F2L and my mind was gone. Like I actually I felt so drunk and I had no idea what I was doing. My it was just like the fact that I've been doing cubes for so long, it was just kind of automatically doing it, but I have I started like actually hallucinating and like tripping out being like what is this puzzle in my hand Whoa. like how are the pieces moving around like I started seeing like the Rubik's Cube is like a like a building and I was like constructing a build like I don't know I was actually just going insane <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to describe it but it's actually scary to think about like to think back on because I was so out of it like yeah I, it, it was actually like my brain was switched off at that point near the end and like if I could have written down what was going through my mind, it would have made absolutely no sense.
1: How many hours of sleep did you wow.
2: get after that? <laughs> I I didn't actually get a lot. Um, I I finished at 1 p.m. after being up for the 20... Well, I was actually up for like 26 hours. Um, yeah. So I finished at 1 p.m. I immediately actually went... I went to the on-campus pub uh, and had a pint of Guinness uh, to celebrate. And... <laughs> I stayed up till I stayed up for another like five hours, and then I napped for three hours because I was planning on going out to the bar to celebrate, and then that didn't happen. So I stayed up until like three a.m. doing my Reddit AMA. So like I actually stayed up for much, much, much longer than the twenty-four hours. And then when I actually went to bed, I only got like ten hours. What? (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know. Like, and the crazy thing is, you know, I, I guess I could. Try and scare people out of it by saying that uh, it like I almost crippled myself. I actually wasn't really in pain the next day. Like mind you, I was re- in a lot of pain when I was doing it, uh, but maybe because I kept icing my my arms and like I threw on like muscle re- relaxing stuff afterwards, and I don't know. But when I woke up, I expected like you know if you don't if you don't exercise for a long time and then yeah, you wake yeah. up and you're so sore, but. My art, like, I was actually not, not in that much pain the next day. It was just during the actual event. Like, oh. it was yeah. tough. It's just, it really it's, it's
0: probably more like a strain thing. Like, you shouldn't be still doing this, but it's like fine once you stop.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I was in a lot of pain at the end. But I'm sure on the stream you could see it. I had some people telling me, like, I, um, like one minute I'd be like, my face would be completely flushed and then I'd look really pale. And I was just like breathing really heavily, like towards the end. Yeah, you looked pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was tired. I, I actually, as I was approaching the fourth, like the actual record, um, when I was at like four thousand seven hundred, I was so close to throwing up, and I thought that would have been so bad on on film. Like this guy breaks the Guinness World Record and then pukes. <laughs> like, it, it was a combination of just obviously being tired. Uh, mentally and physically. Uh, the fact that, like, at that point, a huge crowd started to gather because people everyone was, like, texting each other saying, oh, like, he's about to break it. Like, come check it out. So it was just... I felt, like, I guess the pressure, just being tired. I hadn't had food throughout the entire night. Um, oh and I just... My body was so confused that as I was approaching the record, I, actually, I almost had to stop, and, like, I felt so close to throwing up. So my sponsor kind of just did a last minute run around campus to try and find me some fruit because that was the only thing that I I thought I'd be able to eat. Uh, So I had, like, a couple pieces of fruit, and then that's somehow just solved all my problems.
0: Hmm. Well, at least you, like, didn't puke. This should be, like, made into a movie or
2: something. That would have looked really bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, again, congrats.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. That was really cool. <laughs> so are you gonna do it again? <laughs> I'm absolutely hundred percent not ever doing it again. <laughs> Honestly, if if somebody if somebody takes it from me, good on them. I'm never doing it. Like that was a one time thing. It was a cool experience, but like like I said, it's actually scary to think about what my mind was doing at the end that I don't want to put myself through it. Yeah.
0: I think that's probably <laughs> a sensible thing to say.
2: Yeah it was, it was fun it was a good experience
0: though so. yeah cool so um obviously uh, worlds well, tyson stepped down and since then there's also been another change in the wca um basically the ISE has now been disbanded um the, that was the Independent Advisory Committee, headed up by Anders Larsen. Um, basically, when there was a problem with results or something that couldn't be handled by WCA for whatever reason, it was sent to them and they'd come back with the result of it. It's now been replaced by the WDC, WC- which is the WCA Disciplinary Committee. Um, it's headed up by Daniel Shepherd, and the other two members of it are Rob Stewart and Tomaki, Tomoaki Okayama So, yeah, that's a change. I don't really think it changes much in terms of how things you know. operate, it's just like a change of name. Right. Really. And people.
1: Who ran it before? Who ran um, the
0: Anders. IAC? Oh. Okay. So like, I think he's kind of stepped down from doing stuff now. Right. <laughs> he's been taking it for a long time.
1: Yeah, how long was the IAC in? Since like, the start,
0: maybe? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I figured that'd be a long time then, since if you, it was from the very beginning.
0: Yeah, and this has been doing stuff for a long time, so, yeah. So I wonder if, I almost wonder if, like, they're currently dealing with the whole Chris Olsen thing for 2x2.
1: Maybe. I'm not sure. It, it all depends, like, if, I mean, they already came up with a decision, like, whether or it was going to be good or not, but. Yeah. I don't know. What else they'll do with
2: it.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of weird. We'll just see what happens. <laughs> so yeah that's basically yeah that's basically all the content we have so (laughs) moving on to skype team (laughs) blind
2: skype team blind
0: okay so as always read out the scramble for everyone and then eric do you want to call it
2: i will gladly call it are we doing uh, cross on bottom
0: do whatever you want it doesn't matter we like you know (laughs) just solve the cube and call the moves it doesn't really okay. matter. We will do cross on Well we can't see it so it doesn't matter. Like
2: <laughs> Oh you're actually oh I'm doing a, a real solve with you guys right now.
0: Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hang so on, hang
2: on. I need to call out the scramble first.
0: <laughs> okay, so the scramble for everyone following along is F two L D two F two L prime D two R B two U two R prime D L B l2 r prime u2 r prime b prime d prime u2 that's a horrible scramble to say <laughs> okay, there so... anything
1: particular about it that just made it bad
0: <laughs> d's and b's i should just make uh... a scrambler that doesn't have d's or b's in it like five gen it's fine but yeah okay so yeah off you go Eric.
2: i guess we're doing i'm gonna be calling full notation here yeah yeah okay uh are we ready to go
0: yeah so obviously we'll be in default Orientation at the start So if you need to recall rotations Don't forget
2: Yeah I'm going to just say Spin right, spin left So spin uh, right uh, Spin right is a Y Okay Cool Is a Y? Yeah, spin I mean, right would be Y Okay Spin left is Y prime Okay, so We're going to do spin right And the cross is U prime, R prime, F L prime You got that? Yeah are, just, are we starting
0: now? Nah, we're not really timing Just carry on
2: Okay U prime, R prime, F L prime, D2 F2 and now U prime, uh, spin left, join left, which is L prime U prime L. Ah, too many codes. U two, insert left, which is L prime U L. Uh. Okay. Then U, R, U2 R U two R prime, U prime, join right, R U R prime, spin right, put in right, R U prime R prime. U two, spin right. And now th- we call this mini hide right, which is R U R prime. And then do U and then sledge right, sledgehammer, R prime, F, R F prime. And now do uh, U prime, F prime, U prime, L prime, U, L F. And then we have a U prime and then E perm, the row E perm. And you're done. Hello. Yay. Yes. Success. Got it. Yay, yeah. Nice. I actually I, I should have uh, I only said it for mini hide right, but I feel like it would be interesting for other other people to hear all the actual codes that Anthony and I use. There's some yeah. really strange ones.
0: Yeah.
2: Cookie. You have like a cookie laugh in them. Right.
0: It's kind of we, confusing because yeah, like you called the code and then said what it was anyway. It was like, okay. Yeah. Like just right. don't call it. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, cool. I think that's the most successful Skype team blowing we've had
1: yeah <laughs> I think the last one I, I got it and you didn't
0: no I didn't think I got it it was Otter yeah yeah yeah
2: and no. we both got it so woo!
0: cool you're good nice. at calling so- team blind
2: <laughs> oh yeah it's so much fun and I'm I don't know like I'm so out of the cub- Cuban community in a way that like I don't know what the latest is with team blind being official I remember hearing about it at worlds or something I don't know, I think Anthony mes- mentioned something about it recently to me, but I would love that. It, it's so much fun. I know it doesn't, it's hard to figure out like how the ranking is going to work with like sw- switching partners and whatever else. It's kind of, I
0: don't know, it hasn't really been talked about for a while. I like, think it'd be so much fun. Yeah, it's it could just, be cool. It, it
2: would incorporate an entire l- new level to like official cubing, like having a team aspect. Uh, I don't know. I-, I love it. It's so much fun, and it-, it is competitive, and you can get some really sick times and records, and some r- hear some really funny, like, outs
1: Yeah. The players. Well, isn't like, is the argument about like making sure the solver isn't peeking through the blindfold and?
0: Yeah, it's like a lot of the logistics are hard for it. I think, just like also yeah. how you handle the records and how you handle the competition environment. So if you have loads of people shouting at other people to solve a cube. And, like, if yeah, you have the oh, same scramble, though, you could just have your caller say nothing and listen to someone else and solve it. Because <laughs> if they're faster, then you get a faster time. You know, like, yeah, things like that could happen. So, yeah, be careful. But, yeah, I don't know. It could happen, I suppose. I think the next thing that will become official will probably be Skew. Skew? Yes.
2: I've heard about that.
0: But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. We shall see. <laughs> I guess we'll find out at the end of the year.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah but yeah okay Listen to questions we have one question listener question, <laughs> Listen <to> question. <laughs> so <laughs> Justin Jaffray asks Eric how do you feel about marathons
2: oh well let me tell you uh, some people see life as a marathon not a sprint well I sprint marathons that's deep nice that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's pretty much my view on marathons
0: cool okay there's there
2: we're done with the questions yeah. now
0: we'll face it, that's <laughs> the end of the show <laughs> right so yeah it's obviously it's been a while since our last episode hopefully it won't be as big as a gap before the next one we shall see i don't know scheduling's been kind of hard for this one actually yeah but yeah it's back
1: and everything and it's kind of hard to find a weekend that just works for everyone
0: yeah so, yeah, that's the end of this episode. Um, you can find all of our episodes online at cubecastpodcast.com, along with all the season 3 episodes done by Andrew and Tom, and also the original season of episodes. A link will be posted along with this episode on the Facebook page and on the Speed Solving thread, if you can't find the website. If you'd like to give us comments about the show, you can send them to season 2 at gmail.com, post the thread on Speed Solving, put it on Facebook page, or you can also review our iTunes podcast. I'm pretty sure it has us on there as well, so... Thanks to Eric for being this episode's guest, and thanks to everyone for listening to the show. Bye.
2: Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Woo!